hands and knees. They thought they had college figured out. It was up to Morby to slap that notion out of their heads. This was the only 101-level class required for all incoming freshmen, and the only one that accelerated to full speed from the first moment. The other professors mostly ran through their syllabi and passed out materials the initial few days, waiting for Morby the mortician to work his magic. Your reading assignment is the first five chapters of your textbook on the Upper Paleolithic. It was 120 pages, probably more than any of them had been required to read in any two-day period in high school. We'll have the test on the material and today's lecture on Wednesday. Friday, your papers are due at the start of class. They were bright kids, or they wouldn't be here, but Morby's class, Early Humans, was the scholastic equivalent of being tossed into the deep end of the pool. Wednesday morning, they would be dismayed at the depth and complexity of the exam. Wednesday afternoon, they'd be panicked over their grades. A scientist at heart, Morby had been tracking Wednesday test performance in a database for a decade and was proud of the defibrillating effect of his scoring. 75% would fail, 20% would barely get a D, and a handful of students would freakishly pass. There had never been an A given on the first test in the history of the class. Morby doubted he himself would ace the thing. Those questions were hard. In a cold sweat, how were they going to tell their parents they were flunking out of college, most of them would dig into their essay assignments with the fervor of the newly converted. Wednesday and Thursday nights, the security guards would have far fewer intoxicated students on their hands. So, about your essay assignment. For many years, it has been thought that early man lived in peaceful communal harmony within his family, tribe, and at large with other Homo sapiens. Of late, however, a new school of thought has argued that there's no reason to think that prehistoric man was any less brutal or warlike than we are today. Morby surveyed his audience, most of whom had sunk into a swamp of complete lethargy. Your papers will be 2,500 words. Please address this issue, arguing for one point of view or the other, warlike or peaceable. I don't care which side you take, just make sure your logic is sound, your resources reliable, and that your words are your own. Despite this last admonition and the prominent warnings about plagiarism on the first page of the student manual, Morby knew that by Monday morning, when the essays, bloody with red ink, were handed back to their authors, nearly two in ten freshmen would find themselves facing academic probation. Raised in the cut-and-paste generation, they literally didn't understand what constituted intellectual property theft. Being called out publicly as a plagiarist was humiliating, but it gave enough shock and awe to the rest of the freshmen that the problem was far less prevalent on this campus than at other gentler schools. The probations would be erased from their records by the end of the semester, and the grades, few of them would get better than a D on the essay, would also be mitigated by more papers and more tests that were designed to the academic purpose of learning and not the enculturating purpose of boot camp. All right. The last great glaciation. 
commencing approximately 30,000 years ago. The slide on the screen behind Morby flashed a map of the Eastern Hemisphere. This was, beyond a doubt, the most dramatic time in the history of our species. You think we have climate change issues today? We're talking about temperature fluctuations in the extreme, up to seven degrees Celsius year to year. You could bounce from a fairly normal period to years in which the ice never melted, not even in summer. Trees were bulldozed by the advancing glaciers, uprooting us from our arboreal environment and driving us out onto the steppes, where we served as hunters and hunted, predator and prey. A new slide went up behind him. A drawing of an enormous cave lion, almost the size of a bear, rendered by the artist to appear ready to pounce. The animal had a face something like an African lion, but was covered.